Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Coming up on this episode of Could Be Better. They're in a cult. That's they're in a total like, cult. It feels it like a like, cult. Like they're in an Amy Coney Barrett cult. That is our next right, project. Right. We Jay. teach homeless kids to knit lace. It looks like an AA meeting. Someday I'll be able to ask my mother. <laughs> Which <laughs> one of you bitches is my mother? Come on, I was trying to figure out. <laughs> my kids know you gotta try a lot harder than that to freak me out. Here we are. Here we are. November. Sorry. November. Oh, do we do and we do our intro, don't we? We do. Yep. All right. Hey, I'm Rob Common, and I'm Jay Dewey, and this is Could Be Better, the podcast where we pour drinks and spill the tea about what we really think about this month's issue of Better Homes and Gardens magazine. The, the ultimate magazine. The, the, the number two magazine in the world. Well, in the, in the, in the U.S. In the U.S. <laughs> yeah, um, so here we are. Here we are. And um, so um, I, I just revealed on uh, Instagram, too. Speaking of ultimate and number two. And number two. This is our, our penultimate episode. You did reveal it. You I revealed did. it. Yep. So if you don't know what the word penultimate means, it means second to last. And, and I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know last that. Week, you, last week you were like, oh, we should say something like it's our penultimate uh, issue or, or episode. And I'm like, uh, Google. I was like, oh, that Jay being a masters in literature or whatever those five <laughs> sign words <laughs> sat words <laughs> but now i know now you know America. you've learned yeah something. yeah tag for teach me tag, tag for learn new words tag for sat word yeah um, yes. so yes so, so we are I, we're gonna I wrap my, it up yeah, well, so what's going on? We're wrapping it up. People are going to be outraged. Outraged. Uh, well, um, we've been doing this for three years, and yeah. though it's, it's a labor of love, and we really, really enjoy it, um, it just feels like this may be the time to move on. Um, mm -hmm. We don't have another project in the works, but who knows? You never know. You never know. Um, but it just seems like to finish out this year and then, um, you know, get a little break and we'll, we'll reassess things later yeah. on. If people are outraged and they cry out and protest in the streets. Say, please, please, please. We'll, we'll, you know, pay us money and we'll start up again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sponsor us. For sponsor. once, somebody sponsor us, and then we can come back. <laughs> then we'll come back. Yeah. So, so um, 
Do you want to talk cocktails? Because I already saw yours has a great big ball in it. Yes, yes. Um, this Bob was in front of me. Because um, <laughs> he was, I created this, uh, it's kind of an apple cranberry uh, cooler or sour okay. with, with pumpkin spice vodka. Oh, okay. And you might think it doesn't go, but it does. Um, it sounds very um, Thanksgiving-y. That was my intention. That was your intention. So I didn't, uh, Bob was busy in the kitchen and I felt bad saying, can you bring my drink upstairs? Can you bring my computer upstairs? All this stuff. Um, right. So I didn't want to bother him for, by asking for a paring knife. Okay. So I just, <laughs> I just took a big bite out of these little apples I have and just threw it in the drink. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's garnish. He's like, it's- that's a whole apple. It's, it's all the rage and garnish. Right, whole fruits. Whole fruits. <laughs> it's sort of like like those giant um, Bloody Marys that come with like whole roasted chicken. On right, them. right, right. When they yeah, when they put all that stuff in it, like it's a garden right in it. Well, that's I. I so um, I tried to go Thanksgiving e. Um, I made. Um, a, oh, you can't really see it in here. I did take a picture. I'll Instagram it later. <clears throat> I'm calling it a penultimate pair. Ooh. <laughs> Alliteration. Um, so I took I took my cue from the pair um, piece in in yes. the mm-hmm. issue um, because it's one of the like main ones focused on Thanksgiving, right? And so it is a um, pear nectar. Um, I won't tell you the brand because it was the only brand that my, my grocery store had and we boycott them now. Um, um, regular, regular, um, vodka, new vodka. Um, and, oh, I always say it wrong. Uh, The Domaine de Canton. Yes. The ginger liqueur that you turned me on to years and years and years Mm ago. Um, so, and a little bit of cinnamon. And so it actually tastes like a pear tart with the cinnamon, um, which is interesting. Um, but one of my favorite cocktails um, at the Red Inn in Provincetown is a ginger pear mm. martini. So I was like trying to Very do nice. So, <clears throat> so there we have it. All right. So cheers to you. Cheers. And so I'm on, a, I'm on a new diet where I'm trying to drink less during the week. <laughs> so... So How's I'm talking, that going? <laughs> oh, it's going pretty good. But I might be a lightweight like you now. <laughs> that I am. I am. Uh, so. Yeah, the other day a uh, doctor asked me, um, how much do you drink? I'm like, mm, never. It's like, you don't drink at all? I'm like, mm, Not practically anymore. never. Practically never. Yeah, that's it. Remember the days, though? Sure do. Sure do. Do you miss it? Um, in a way. I mean, I think for, well. The social aspect. The social aspect. Also, I think the whole, the ritual of making a cocktail. Making a cocktail, yeah. That's what I miss, is the, what do I want to have? Let's try this. Let's Uh, try that, right. Let's, what is like a cool glass, a garnet, all that stuff. I do miss that. I can see that, yeah. So anyway, here we are, Better Homes and Gardens, November 2020. It's getting close to saying goodbye to this. 
fucking year. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Um, so, yeah, we're back to Thanksgiving. Um, yeah. So what'd you think of the cover? Uh, I the think cover, cover was, was nice. Nice close-up of a uh, delicious dessert. Uh, someone has a blowtorch, and they were able to um, <laughs> blowtorch the meringue on their right. uh, their sweet potato marshmallow meringue pie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's beautiful presentation. Yeah, I would, no, I, I would thought, try this, but anyway, I know how it would come out, so I'm not going to try. Um, I, I am uh, visually. I thought it was it was fun and interesting because it's you know there's one little piece taken out and so it's pretty much the whole tableau is the is the pies. Um, you know I am not a fan. Well, I hate marshmallow meringue. So <laughs> and you know me, I'm, I don't like pie at all. So like right, right. <laughs> I was like, why can't you do a cake? <laughs> Right. Um, we watch. We watch the uh, Great British Breaking sh- Baking Show. Right. And they almost never make pies because pies are very American. Mm, um, right. So they make tarts and you know pedophores. And I'm like, now that's my kind of <laughs> this pie stuff. I don't know. So all right. So we're as if we dive in. Diving in. Diving in. What's your first tag? Um, my first tag is page six, the editor's letter. The magic of baking. There you go. Where Stephen Orr admits that he is not a baker. And that, um, yes, he references the great British baking show too. It does. Oh my God, I forgot about that part until, we, until I just looked at it again. Because I did my tagging a couple days ago, so I forgot about starchy, soggy bottoms. <laughs> no, 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 nobody, nobody likes a soggy bottom. Oh God. <laughs> uh, so I, my overall impression of this letter was like, eh. yeah, like, yeah. like, eh. like what, like. But he had he had a real good run going, right? He had a real right, good right, like. Right. Writing some really important stuff. I mean, what do you, I mean? What happened honestly with this letter is, if you follow him on Instagram, he was just too busy doing all these other things. Mm-hmm. He was taking pictures, mm-hmm. and he was in Provincetown, and he yeah, was in exactly. gardens, and he was, you know, doing all this other stuff. He was like, I ain't got time for no letter this month. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be out in the streets with my peeps. <laughs> It's just it was it was interesting. I just didn't really didn't really do anything for me, and I was like, huh, all right, you know, is this, is this a sign for the rest of the issue? Just a boring letter from Stephen Orr. Yes, it is. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> so, what's your next tag? I I I jumped right to page twelve, and I, you have a tag for hate. Uh, yeah, so this month, um, I'm running out of tags, so I orange for like and purple for hate. Um, yeah, I, uh, 
Terry, easy napkin rings. With these straw flower flowers, dried flowers, make your mm -hmm. own rings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a tag for love. <laughs> only only okay. for two reasons. Not because I love the rings at all. But this is going to be a recurring theme throughout this particular issue for you. Okay. So just get ready. Put your seatbelt on. This is exactly the kind of craft I would have done for Thanksgiving at like 10. Right? Because <clears throat> for Thanksgiving every year, my, fam my family had a huge Thanksgiving with like 45 of us. And every year I made... You're going to be surprised at this. I made everybody's name tag for their place setting. And every year I made it out of different things. I'm shocked. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and although I, although I never made um, straw flower name plates, um, we actually, for the first time this year, grew straw flowers in our garden Oh, and have dried them. And this is your Christmas gift this year. <laughs> Napkin rings? Napkin rings. Wow. <laughs> well, um, I, uh, my tag just turned to a tag of orange for a tag for love. So for <laughs> ignore what I said. Um, <laughs> but this is also, this also, what I... It, if you like go to the center in a couple pages, um, the word dowdy appears in one of the articles, right? Mm -hmm. and, and this is really the first point in the, in the whole issue where the word, where, where the imagery and the craft and the concept just conjures the concept of dowdy, right? It's very oh, yes. dowdy. There is right. a, a through line. A through line of dowdiness. Dowdiness. <laughs> oh, Erico, yes. Erico, why I love it. Because <laughs> if there's one thing people say about Rob, it's that he's dowdy. dowdy. <laughs> Old fashioned and dowdy. Old fashioned dowdy, you know, the one with two husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Right. The queer activist with the two husbands, Dowdy. <laughs> Too funny. Um, so you hated that part. Yep. Hated yep. That part. What about, um, so, to, so on page 14, um, I, I, I feel it's like another through line of like trying to do crafts, right? Like here's mm -hmm. from editors some crafty ideas for Thanksgiving. Uh, the look on your face <laughs> tells me that you are doing none of these. <laughs> uh, I actually, I did have a tag of, uh, well, a tag of a love of appreciation, really, for the tip about having your family and dinner guests sign the tablecloth, then you embroider it later on. Yeah, I that, that, I was that was an cool. Interesting tip. I thought that was kind of cool. I mean, it becomes, you know, they, you, she gives them uh, a washable marker so you sign your name for that Thanksgiving. Then she, before she washes it, she embroiders where you signed, and then that is the tablecloth from going forward forever. So 
you have the memory of who you had had at Thanksgiving. Um, and that memory is there for everyone else as well. And right. people can right. see who had been there in the past. I actually really liked it. Um, <clears throat> I have every place card I've ever made and every menu I've ever made for Thanksgiving. So it's kind of a similar concept, which is probably why I liked it. But I just thought this was, this was a neat, like creating your own heirloom. I liked it. That mm -hmm. was cute. Right. I and also then, liked um, who's the Lauren Benning Bangs Bangstons um, dinner music podcast or not podcast but Spotify playlist <clears throat> where she so I make a I, I like you because you make playlists mm -hmm. all the time I make a playlist for every Thanksgiving um, Halloween's a little tough Christmas time. <laughs> You know, pretty much every holiday, if we host it, I make a, pl a playlist for it. <clears throat> but I've never asked other people some of their favorite songs to include. And that's what she does. It's like she starts the playlist uh, right. and then solicits from her friends and family that might be coming <clears throat> in the house. Um, not this year, but next year right, when we right. can host big gatherings <laughs> and ask them to like ideas for the playlist. And then that becomes a part of it, which I thought was really interesting because um, the playlists I create are pretty Rob centric. Right? <laughs> They're pretty much like, Oh, I love this Christmas song. I don't care if you do or not. Like, <laughs> like, so I enjoyed that part. Both of these were very like communal ideas, right? Mm -hmm. which given how isolated we've been all this year, yeah, communal ideas are cute. Page 18. Um, Here it is. Here's where we made a difference. <laughs> we, we did though, right? Somewhat, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so they listened to us. Mm -hmm. They brought back the throwback. They did. But it's not the last page it's, it's not the last page page 18 right also just to uh fuck with us i think <laughs> we're gonna do a throwback to something you're gonna hate <laughs> you're gonna hate because it's part of your lifetime yeah <laughs> right april 1980 throwing it back to lace lace and they called it on the cover uh, as a new look at Lace. And I said when they arrived, I said, Bob, Bob, Bob said, what's, oh, I said to you. That's right. Oops. I like, yeah, I can't, like, I can't, I can't wait. wait for this. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of Lace. Oh, my God. Anyone. Now, the, I mean, a new look on Lace would have been to throw back to the 1980s miniseries called lace starring phoebe cates oh my gosh oh my god wow. where the first is it the first or the like the middle section of the miniseries ends with her looking at these three women and she goes which one of you bitches is my mother ba -ba -ba. <laughs> and it, wow and in like 1981 or 82 whatever it was like saying that on tv was like huge right. and i just remember going i have to watch the next episode of this <laughs> miniseries <laughs> this is so me someday i'll have a podcast 
Now I have a podcast and I'll be able to refer to it. <laughs> Someday I'll be able to ask my mother. <laughs> Which one of you bitches is my mother? <laughs> uh, God, the, the era of the miniseries, right? Right. Um, so what did uh, you think about this new look on Lace? Oh, Jack? God. I think it was, it was a very, very old look at Lace. It didn't look, change yeah. at all. It didn't update. No. It, I didn't even feel like most oh. of it was Lace, right? Like it's a Lace adjacent. And it was it was this, like the exact same things that you saw in April in 1980. <laughs> the striped wallpaper, the lace edge towels, the the, oh, the lace man. doilies, doilies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Please, it's pretty hideous, right? But I like the little history they give to us about lace, right? So we learned that um, it was originally um, a very fancy thing to have and it showed your wealth, mm -hmm. right? And then it became mainstream once we had a loom to make it. And then after a huge resurgence in the 70s and 80s, um, it was deemed dowdy. <laughs> which, uh. which is... Oh God! And then they say no more, no more, <laughs> no more, <laughs> no more. But look at this dowdy shit wrong. we're gonna show you. Totally <laughs> wrong. Oh God! I mean, I don't hate lace. I don't hate it, right? Like I think, particularly if you've actually seen handmade lace, like if you go like to the Sheep and Wool Festival mm -hmm. <clears throat> here in the Hudson Valley. Like there are some real artisans that make some beautiful lace work. Um, but I don't, these like the wallpaper and the, and the bath towels and the, it, it just reminds oh. me of, I mean, my aunt's, and uncle's houses in the late seventies that had like the heavy drapes on the front and then maybe like a lace panel behind. Oh, yes. right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and it's kind of like every funeral home you go into now. <laughs> it's like, well, at least here in the Northeast, every funeral yep. home you go in. Mm -hmm. Oh, here we are. <laughs> Speaking of dowdy. Dowdy. <laughs> Page 30 and another tag for hate. <laughs> I have my tag for talk about and a tag <laughs> for hate. <laughs> it is our, our pink and lids. Pink and lids in dusty pinks. I, which, which in the 80s we called dusty rose <laughs> with our lace. Uh, exactly. Oh. Uh. <laughs> big big tag for in for tag uh, for no for no 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 big tag for no so i so this is this is this was me trying to be really open-minded right so i was like god there's that fucking pink again right and i'm like okay i know on the next couple pages they're going to show us how to use pink with all these different colors <laughs> <clears throat> and then i'm reading through it and they're like, oh, and we chose these colors because they're, they're um, late fall bloom colors. 
And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? There are no late fall blooms and there are no colors in late fall. And then I was like, oh, we live in the Northeast. <laughs> so true, actually, true. So, so there may actually be these colors in Georgia and Arkansas and Texas in autumn, right? But for us, late, what are late fall colors for us? Brown, dark brown, gray, dark gray. <laughs> Uh, yeah, dark purple kale. Okay. <laughs> some asters. We have some asters outside. Yeah, that's if they it. survive, right? Right. Yeah, that's it. This pink. I mean, they spent... You know what? This is what happened. They spent so much time <clears throat> shoving pink down our throats that we were like, okay, we've got nothing left more to say about pink. We're just going to, like, wrap up, you know, this podcast where it's at... Um, we've said all we can say about pink and then fucking they give us pink again. Right. <laughs> so on page 33, um, I'm going to show you how to use pink in your home. I don't think that- if you're that deranged, want to do that. Um, <laughs> no. So, so I, we always talk about, was there a combination that you liked at all? Because they've done a calming, a vibrant, and a dramatic. No. I don't like any of them. So the so I, the dramatic one, the only thing I liked about the dramatic one, which is sort of like <clears throat> like a brown, bronzy brown and, and, um, and a fading rose, they're calling it, um, or Sherman Williams is calling it. It did really speak very like mid-century, like those, you know, those pink bathrooms and the, okay. were like, <clears throat> so I was like, okay, I can get on board with that um, because there really was a time where pink, actually pink and turquoise were huge colors in designing in our country, right? They were, yes. So I was like, okay, I can get on board with that. I just don't like it. Um, and I feel really bad because um, Michelle Smith Boyd, who we're now following, um, did the room. Um, and, and I mean, he's super cute. <laughs> so that, it's such a, a contrast because he's this <laughs> cute young guy who's not dowdy in like a uh, like a very international male like mesh top <laughs> oh and my god he, and he designed Michelle this. probably has never even heard of international oh, male. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he designed this pink room yeah that to me it seemed like straight up trading spaces yeah like it's, late it's, 90s TV it's 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 got a it's got a it's a, got a point of view. <laughs> yes, and it. I'm, um, so he's either a really good designer or a really bad designer, because I'm I'm. Uh, no, I'm I'm making uh, some mental judgments, and I'm going to hold off. On I, think, I think I think I so. We also, this is one of the things that we should like ask Eddie or, um, you know, all of our other friends at the magazine, right. 
Like, do they approach the designer and say, do a room for us? Or do they find a designer and say, oh, here's a room that will build some color concepts around? Because I could see them saying, you need to create this room with these, these pinks. He's like, oh, okay, here's what I'll do. Um, and, and, and they only gave him like a week. <laughs> Could it's, be. I, it's not, I hate to say, it's just not for us, right? Definitely not. Definitely. But it, otherwise, it's beautiful. On page 52, 52. we move on to um, what Stephen Orr talked about in his letter. Um, these are entrepreneurs who are, um, they have businesses, but they're for the, uh, the common good. They're doing some really cool things. So make me change. Um, I, so this is, <clears throat> I tagged for love the whole article, right? Because this is the stuff you and I have been talking about for years. Yep. Like there is, there is, like, not that designers and designing and beautifying your home isn't wonderful and it doesn't make us, <clears throat> it's not that it doesn't make us happy because it does, but there's this whole aspect of creativity that can also give back to the community that can also be like <clears throat> not fulfilling on a like, client designer relationship but on a like creator community relationship mm -hmm. and this article talks about that on every level and i just thought it was awesome i mean not every product okay. in here i i is is a necessity for me but each of the entrepreneurs that they focus on really talk about having found a specific need and and Meeting that need with their talent, which mm -hmm. I thought was beautiful. It's what I need right now in my midlife crisis. <laughs> we just need a brand, a charity. That's Feel good. I have enough charities. But so we have, we have everything from um, a tribal art right to military um <clears throat> spouses making i thought this was sort of interesting making the um, page 54 making um utilizing traveling military families mm -hmm. to make the pieces of handbags so they send them out sort of the parts of the handbags and they cut them, they dye them. And then those parts go back to a manufacturer that puts them together for resale for the good of, of that <clears throat> larger group. I thought that was really interesting. I would have never thought of piecemealing piecemeal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cause like they literally extend the stuff out to people to work on in their homes, but that coordination, that's a big deal to like, then coordinate it sure back. And so I thought that was fascinating. Um, the uh, guy who um, 
is the blanket manufacturer. Yeah. That was cool. I would actually buy one of those. Um, you can never have too many blankets, and uh, it helps um, provide blankets to the homeless also. Yeah. That was awesome. So his inspiration came from his mom being homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the um, Pernell, Cesar, and Rod Johnson make black and bold coffee, which, <clears throat> which benefits um, at-risk youth. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. I just like sitting in my home hoping to not get COVID. <laughs> what would have been awesome is if they had found a uh, charitable manufacturer like this who could make um, really old-fashioned dowdy lace <laughs> oh my god there's our inspiration that's it that is our next right, project right. we Jay. teach homeless kids to knit lace <laughs> 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 it's foolproof when, it, when they're hyped up on coffee <laughs> that we give them right oh my god oh <laughs> no we really did love it we're only joking in the end of it. Right, right. so um Let's talk about your pipe dreams, Jay. Expert crafter Paul Lowe brings us this crafty, crafty, crafty plant hanger. Crafty craftiness. And other things built of copper plumbing pipes. (laughs) It's crafty. It's crafty. I mean, he looks like a nice guy. Oh, he sure does. I'd have dinner with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> again, judging for purely based on their photo and spanking. <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I, um, I'd like to say I've like just deteriorated into only caring about hot men in this pandemic, but I think that's <laughs> who I always was. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like it didn't change. It didn't change much, right? Um, I th- I thought the this uh, plant hanger here made of copper tubing pipes um, was fine. The next project, the on sixty six, the table, and then going on the magnet holder. I just like, oh my god. Well, so first of all, the table oh. was like just go buy it. But like you gotta you gotta have you gotta have a real interest in pipe to <laughs> to, to wanna to wanna just I, I gotta make this this end table yeah. out of pipe. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, just go buy it. Um and the magazine rack, I was I, like I know we're doing a podcast about a magazine, but I'm like who the fuck has magazine racks anymore? We we did. We had one, but we used it in uh, Nathan's room and it held his books until, right. until he broke it. Um, it wasn't like, oh, the magazine rack broke. Let me go build another one. <laughs> I was going to say, now you have a plan to build one. No. 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 
No. Set Nathan on this. There's no welding. <laughs> it's like Legos, he says. It's just like Legos. I'm sure it is. Um, well, we have 20,000 Legos, so you just build out of Legos. So I'm waiting to hear where you're going next. I'm, I'm following you. I'm following um, you. Okay, on uh, 78, quick tag for love on uh, composting. Yes. I do compost. Um, I may not do it the right way with all these tips, but we compost, we compost a lot. I know you um, do. We have a, a tumbler. Um, yeah, I know. So um, if you have space, you should compost. Yeah, I agree. Not I agree. Easy. This is not as gross as you think. This is, I think this is my first, um, I think I'm calling it tag for fail. Because we've been inspired by your composting for years. Um, we even went as far in right after the holidays to buy like the countertop composting container that you have. And you're like, oh, you just go and dump it in your composter outside. Um, and then the pandemic hit when you would think we'd have enough time to think about composting. And it... Right. We never bought a composter, um, and then the shit just sat on our countertop and molded, and I was, like, running out to the woods trying to dump it out because it smelled so horrible, mm -hmm. and I was like, we were going to compost at one point, but we didn't, so it's our tag for fail. <clears throat> but we're going to do it. We're going to get a tumbler, I think. Do it. The one at Home Depot here is only 100 bucks. Exactly. I'm going to do it. I'm going to 118, the right balance. Though I prefer the left balance, mm -hmm. but that's okay. <laughs> it's a step to the left. I didn't love this house. Come on, of course we didn't. So, <laughs> first of all, so, it's white. It, well, it's, it's a lot of white, um, and it. What struck me most, aside from the white walls, is there was so little amount of like, stuff in this this family's house that was like like either they're minimalist, which is fine, or it's like permanent photo shoot, and they've taken all the stuff out. They are. There's nothing here. They're in a they're in a cult. That's what it's a total like. cult. It feels it like a like, cult. Like, like they're in an Amy Coney Barrett cult. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a people of praise house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's not even funny that we're joking about it. She's going to ruin no, our fucking lives. No. Um, but um, so here's what I have to say about 118 and 119, which is the left balance. Um, what I did appreciate is that they did build color into their all white room, um, with accessories basically. Um, and I did have a tag for love for their side chairs. Okay. I thought I, 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 so it's a leather wrapped in metal. I'm sure there's a design name for it. Um, it's kind of funky. Um, like I would, I would have those. I would have those club chairs next to a really big stone fireplace and like, and like I, 
it's the juxtaposition here is not enough. Mm -hmm. It's like everything else feels very sleek and modern. And this is a very sort of sleek and modern club chair, but I loved it. Um, It's just not in the room. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Your favorite thing, which is rug on rug. (laughs) That's how you know they're in a cult. (laughs) <laughs> they have a rug, a fun rug. <laughs> oh, but on page one twenty, there they are. There they are. Uh, the husband has his shirt tucked in. Is, he has his. Well, first of all, I'm just going to say it out loud. I believe he has his sweater tucked in, which is just yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> More signs of a cult. More signs of a cult. So, so on page one twenty at the top of the page is their foyer, which is not horrible, right? It's sort of this um, mid-century modern Scandinavianish sideboard with some contemporary art. It's fine. Their dining room, on the other hand, is. Like, it looks like an AA meeting. Oh my God, it is a cult. It's a total cult. It's the cult meeting room. Mm -hmm. The very first, I turned the page and I was like, this is an AA meeting. (laughs) It's like totally uncomfortable chairs. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Not that I've been to an AA meeting, but you you know that vision you have of like, you're not going to be comfortable here. You've got to suffer through it because you're supposed to be here. The table isn't even comfortable to like lean on. Oh God, no. There's, there's nothing in the space that is warm and comforting. It's all very sterile. And I, my, I, I, I went to, I, I, I went to like an episode of Mom, but this is really like Jonestown. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Um, it's, yeah, after yeah. agree. All right, so we've decided they're in a cult. <laughs> um, so on 122, 123, it gets slightly better. We have some color. Yep. Um, but what I must say on page 123 is the, the photo of their kitchen. Yes. Um, they're dark blue kitchen uh, counter, uh, cabinets. Yep. And they have this dark blue hexagon tile floor. Yeah. Bob and I both said, that's our floor. Oh, this floor? That's our floor. Oh, because you chose it or you're looking for it? No, we, um, um, we had, well, I had chosen a different tile for a kitchen and hallway floor. Okay. For a renovation. And, um, had not thought of hex tiles at all. Really? And we saw this and we both said, that's gorgeous. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually a, uh, what I liked about it is it's sort of like a modern take on old hex bathroom flooring, like turn like turn of the mm-hmm. 20th century flooring, right? Yeah. I thought it was the most interesting part of the room. Because, Definitely. I mean, because you know how I love the brass 
Um, the brass stools. Yeah, the brass stools. Um, again, they're <clears throat> uncomfortable, right? You're not staying here long. You're only staying here for your missionary purpose, which is to, <laughs> to bring more people to the cult. <laughs> oh, it might be true. What if we it, what if we keep reading and we're like trapped in the cult? <laughs> uh, no, well, it's a no. We won't be. Okay. Thank goodness. Um. Yeah. So. Um, the floors I like. Twenty-four, one twenty-five. We have more rugs laid on rugs. Uh, she seems to be fond of that. Rugs and rugs. Um, their bedroom on page 124, I have a tag for hate. Um, kind of what you said in the beginning, I was like, what is there in this room other than, first of all, what is there in this room? Um, <laughs> it feels like a, I don't even want to say it feels like a dorm room because dorm rooms have more, <laughs> more character. <laughs> doesn't it feel, I don't it just doesn't even feel like a space. It feels less, less charm than a dorm room. Less charm than a dorm room. Um, and then I just, uh, so on page 125 is their son, oh, uh, I, I didn't know if it's son, their child Julian's room. Um, with rug, rugs on rugs, so he's going to fall, um, break his break a leg. But um, and I liked the wallpaper, just not for a kid's room. It feels very nightmarish. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say nightmarish, but I see what you mean. It, it, it's so well. It's so grown up and sophisticated that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't scream kids' room. And I've seen this wallpaper deployed in many other spots that work yeah. better. Um, um, maybe she was thinking, my kid deserves something that's more polished and grown up. I don't, I don't want to uh, baby this child. Um, so I understand that. But... Um, uh, well, I mean, I mean, she yeah. did all of. The, I mean, she she stopped babying her child when she gave them an upholstered dresser, which is bougie mm -hmm. as fuck. Like, <laughs> so, first of all, here's what I'm going to say: If you are the type of parents that don't want to baby your baby, the point of childhood is being a child. Yes. Right. The point of play is play. The point of all of those things is to be present and in those spaces and times if the adults around you allow you to be, which you and I never had, which is why we do this podcast. But, <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, their whole house is a cult. It, we haven't had, we haven't had this much dog whistling since that sex den. Um, <laughs> right, right. Or the sex den. Yeah. Oh, was that a dog whistle? <laughs> oh my God. So, but on page 31, another craft I would have done as a child to do a, to do a name marker for, 
Thanksgiving because that's these are children's crafts. They are. They're being sold to us as dowdy old lady crafts, um, and and but they are like you're gonna glue. What first of all, you're not even glue. You're gonna tape right. a dried. You're gonna take a piece of tape and put a dried flower on a on a disc bought at Michael's. Um, yeah. <laughs> make it crap. But that's what I would have done at 10 or 11 or 12 and would have felt really, really proud about it. And so I encourage, I encourage all of our listeners to take their children, show them this page and say, let's do this as gift tax. Pears on 132. Pears are not my favorite fruit to eat by hand. I think that they've got the kind of like a, a gritty, weird mouth feel. I think I may think of pears the way that you feel about watermelon. No, I just hate watermelon. Right. It's sandy, and but I love uh, base pears and pears in desserts. So am I gonna like totally freak you out by eating this pear? No, no. Come on, I was trying to freak you out. <laughs> My kids know you got to try a lot harder than that to freak me out. So, I understand where you're coming from. Tim and my mother both will not eat an apple whole. They will not be, bite into an apple and eat it. That's the only way I eat an apple. I just like gnaw and gnaw and gnaw and chew and chew and chew at the big round thing. Um, they must like slice it and eat the half or the quarters or the ace. Right. That's the only way they'll eat an apple because they don't, they don't like the, the feeling or the sensation of biting into it. Cause it's, it is very different. I mean, for me, if I if I core an apple and eat the slices, I'm like, that's not an apple. <laughs> but I don't eat any meat on a bone, right? Like, but you eat an apple on the bone. I'll eat an apple on a bone anytime, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and Michael won't eat onions, right? Like, there, people have lots of food stuff, right? I don't oh, like watermelon because yeah. it tastes like sandy water. All these people keep telling me there's like a flavor to it, which I've never tasted. Um, but which I also think is a palate thing, right? Like some people, you know, love heat and hot and they're like, Oh, it, it's so sensational. And other people are like, Oh, that tastes like nothing. Right. So, Anyway, we digress. We digress. Pears. Pears in all kinds of different ways. All good to me. I, I, like I, I'm I, done because I'm not, I'm not even talking about the last page because I was told I wasn't allowed. I was going to do a, our own throwback for November. And you, oh my would, God. Do, you would do one for December. Whew, thank goodness because I didn't do one. You're off the hook. Fucking A, my God. You got to, like, give me a heads up, girl. So my throwback um, was, and I'm sure you'll remember this, 
because so my aunt, my mother's sister, has a whole design thing, like a hard on for the 1970s trend of mushrooms. Mm. So I I'll put this on our website too, but you know, my my aunt had these oh my god yes the mushrooms she had these she had uh wall art she actually had an ottoman shaped like a mushroom like a bright no. red mushroom she was it was everywhere in her house and this was a huge huge it was huge trend. it was it was like it was really big and like it was in clocks and on like kitchen oh, yeah. balances and like yep. mushrooms were like when you think about it like this thing that grows in shit <laughs> was all <laughs> was all over decor yep. like for a long period of time yeah yeah uh, do you still so are those her actual canisters I found a picture okay. online so. So, but that I realized, and what I made me realize was, um, so I right now I have my favorite duvet cover and shams on the bed. Okay. And I'll hold it up, but I'll take a picture and put it on our website too. What? The modern version of the mushroom friend. What? So these are from West Elm from a few years ago. It's reverse. Yeah. Um, so again, a dark brown and very earth tone um, mushroom pattern fabric for a duvet cover, um, and I it's my favorite um, bed covering. So, but if you look at the if you look at your throwback and you look at what it became, it actually flipped palettes, right? So most of the mushroom stuff we grew up with as a throwback was on the, like this white and in um, ceramic glaze term, the speckled white background was a eggnog glaze, right? <laughs> so there was, always, <laughs> there was always this like speckly white background and then the, and the mushrooms were these vibrant colors like on those canisters, right? Right. So then you flip to now and West Elm actually makes the it's an actual mushroom color on a mushroom background. Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. There was almost like a caricature of concepts and design back then, right? The the like fake child's rocking horse in the corner of your mm -hmm. <laughs> that was never a child's rocking horse ever. You just bought right, it at right. a store, right. right? There was like this creation of design that was like made up not that you know west down pottery barn crate and barrel don't make it up as well but i feel like our adult design experience has been much more reality based than mm -hmm. caricature like when i look at back on the stuff that my mom owned i'm like that was just like that was a that was a clip art version, <laughs> um, right? Right. That was a clip right. art version of stuff, which it's just fascinating. I, well, thank you for reminding me because now I got to come up with something for Christmas. 
fuck. Um, I love the mushroom trend. Too bad we already have our costumes for Halloween. So that's my throwback. So you have to... The mushroom trend. <sighs> mushroom trend. I wonder if they were actually taking them back then, too. Um, probably. Yeah, probably. Your aunt was probably totally <laughs> shroomed out. Shroomed out. <laughs> she was shrooming like, balls. She was like, blame it on my juice. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she enjoyed her juice. Trust me. She, she she still enjoys her juice. She still enjoys her juice? Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she and Lizzo have more in common than <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, so fun. So screw the style maker. Exactly. Right? Um, uh, so here we are at our penultimate ending. That's right. So I'm Rob Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. And may your home. And your garden. Be better than. Your best friends. No, no, no your no. neighbors. See, after all this time. So I got it right this you time. You got it right, yes. What the Let, fuck? Let's start over. Okay. No, but you have to keep that one in. Of course you have to keep that one in. Of course, come on. Hey, I'm Rob Conlon. And I'm Jay Dewey. <laughs> May your home and your garden be just a little bit better than your neighbors and your best friends. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I remember it after three years. <laughs> That's pretty amazeballs. Could Be Better is hosted by Rob Conlon and Jay Dewey and is produced and edited by Jay Dewey. Our theme music is by bensound.com. Subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or listen at couldbebetterpodcast.com. They're giving us throwback back. Yep. Giving us throwback back. Sound like Lizzo now. (laughs) 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 Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) You know, me, Lizzo, we're kind of the same. (laughs) Dowdy. Dowdy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>